Hello and welcome to another edition of the Time with Fred podcast. This is a podcast that challenges paradigms and mindsets that hold us back, and I am your host, Fred Gaddy. Today I want to share a topic or a lesson on commitment. Commitment is one of those words we hear thrown about all over the place when it comes to resolutions, relationships, jobs, or whatever endeavor we may be following in life. But I want to unpack some of the myths that surround the lesson or the word commitment today. Hang on tight, you're in for a treat. We'll be right back. It's insightful. It's motivating. It's empowering. It's time with Fred, your inspirational broadcast with host Fred Gaddy. Thanks again for tuning into the podcast. And the topic today is on commitment. I'd like to start with a quote by Mario Andretti. And it says, desire is the key to motivation, but it's determination and commitment to an unrelenting pursuit of your goal a commitment to excellence that will enable you to attain the success you seek. I want to start today by asking you, my friend, what are you committed to or what is your level of commitment to whatever project that you're, that you're, um, that you're pursuing this year, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job, whether it's a business? How committed are you to that particular cause or to that particular endeavor? It's easy for us to say we're committed to one thing, but it's quite another when we're put to the test and we're called upon to show a level of commitment. Keep in mind that the fact that you're focusing on the fact that you're pursuing a particular cause of endeavor does not mean that that will not be put to the test. And really that's why it is important that we understand what commitment means. I like the way Merriam-Webster defines commitment and it describes as as a state or an instance of being obligated or emotionally impelled to something. And I want to repeat that. It says it's a state or an instance of being obligated or emotionally impelled to something, to a cause. And, and, and there are two words here that really stand out as I think about this uh, definition of commitment. It says an instance of being obligated. It's an obligation. Right, so it's not something we do because we feel like commitment. It's not something we do because we, because because times are good or because uh, conditions are favorable. But it's an obligation, which means that regardless of how favorable or unfavorable things are, circumstances are, it is an obligation and something that we have to do. The second set of words that stand out are emotionally impelled, being emotionally impelled. To do something right so again it's not something that we do out of convenience it's not something we do when times are good definition of impelling means the urge or driving force which is placed on us as if by exertion or strong moral pressure so again 
commitment is 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 a driving force it's it's a strong urge it's a it's a it's more than a desire it's something that compels us to do something so my question to you my friends today is how committed are you if we were to rate your level of commitment on something on a project or a task that you're that you're planning on or that you're pursuing how strong is that level of commitment are you emotionally impelled by that or how strong is that driving force behind what you're doing what is your sense of obligation to that cause what is your sense of obligation to that pursuit or how emotionally impelled are you what is the driving force and how strong is that driving force behind what you're doing so the moment you understand that this is an obligation and the moment you understand that this is an endeavor that requires uh, you you to be emotionally impelled you now start to understand what it means to be committed and so it's no longer easy for you to to back off once the going gets tough and so if you're committed to a relationship for instance you need to understand that there is an obligation on your part to be emotionally impelled there is a driving force that requires you to do your part to play your part as far as that relationship is concerned if it's a career if it's a job there is an obligation there is an emotional component that requires you there is a driving force behind what you should be doing as it pertains to that job and so you realize that when you think about commitment it is not something we put our hands to and easily back away from because the going gets tough it's not something we we easily withdraw from because we're no longer invested if it's an obligation and if it's an emo emotional requirement if you're vested emotionally then you realize there is a lot that you have to do to ensure that you're meeting your end of the body that so it's safe to say that without that strong urge or that strong emotional intensity or that driving force whatever you're doing may not be successful so how strong are you or how committed are you to your dreams and your goals this year it was march of 1999 when jeff bezos founder of uh, amazon had just announced that his company could launch a new service called Amazon Auction. Some of you may remember this, to help sell virtually anything online. And this idea was to create something that could compete with eBay, the other online marketplace. Bezos knew that there were millions of people with goods to sell and he wanted Amazon to be the place where those transactions happened. So with all the features of eBay and more, this Amazon uh, uh, auction site was built from scratch. It was designed, architected, developed, and tested, and launched in under three months. What was interesting, however, was that the Amazon auction site was a spectacular failure. Just six months after the launch, the management realized that the project was going nowhere. And in September of 1999, they scrambled to release a new offering called Amazon Z Shops. And the version of this idea allowed anyone from big companies to individuals to set up an online shop and sell goods through Amazon. <laughs> Again, Amazon swung and missed. Neither Amazon auctions nor Amazon Z shops are running today. 
In December of 2014, Bezos referred to the failed projects by saying that I've made billions of dollars of failures at Amazon.com. Literally, billions. What was it that kept Bezos going after the failed attempt with uh, Amazon auctions and Amazon Z shops? You guessed it. Commitment. And, 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 and let me say here, my friend, that it's not, I'm not, I'm not making an argument that we keep doing something over and over again when we know for a fact that this is not going to work. No, that's, that's insanity. That's someone's definition of insanity, right? If you're doing something over and over again and realizing that you're not going anywhere and there's really no clear end in sight, it may be wise to step back and revamp or revisit your strategy to figure out what it is you can do differently. Right? And that's exactly what Amazon did. Z shops didn't work. The auction site didn't work. But undaunted, Amazon tried again yet to create another platform for third-party sellers. And in November of 2000, they launched Amazon Marketplace, which allowed individuals to sell products alongside Amazon's new items. So, for example, you could find a bookstore that could list their textbooks or a clothing store that could list their clothing line along new ones from Amazon. So is it surprising then that at age 56, Jeff Bezos becomes the richest man in the world with a net worth of $113 billion, with a B. And this is according to Forbes.com. What was it that caused Bezos to become so successful? Yes, it's that word again, commitment. It's that driving force that kept Bezos going when he failed at Amazon auctions and when he failed at Amazon Z shop. So it wasn't the vision that was a problem. He knew exactly what he wanted to do. The vision was still the same. Creating a marketplace or creating a place that would allow people to sell virtually anything. That was the main vision. Now, how to get there was what he had to revamp along the journey. The Z site didn't work, and so he had to take a step back and, and, and re-strategize. The auction site didn't work, and so he had, to, he had to re-strategize. But the vision remained the same. No wonder that Amazon today is a household name. And, and I'm not saying, and I understand that, that there's some out there, and I know a few people actually who, who don't patronize Amazon, and that's besides the point. And I'm not asking anyone uh, um, to patronize Amazon. Neither am I putting a plug for, for, for patronage, for Amazon. All I'm sharing are the principles, the life principles that would work for anybody when you put them to work. So in order to be able to achieve or accomplish your goals in life, my friend, you gotta know what you want. The big picture, see that vision. I describe this in my book, Believe, Dare, Become. When I make a reference to the thought-provoking scene in Lewis Carroll's classic tale, Alice Adventures in Wonderland, and many of you, I'm sure, will be familiar with that story. In the story, Alice comes to a fork in the road and asks the Cheshire cat which direction she should take. The cat responds, that depends a great deal on where you want to go. Alice says, I don't much care where. And the cat says, then it really doesn't matter which way you go. Friends, if you don't know where you're going, if you don't have a clear direction, if you don't have a clear vision, if you don't know exactly what you expect from those goals and dreams, then it really doesn't matter which way you take. Because any road is going to take you there. And guess what? That is a dangerous place to be, my friends. If you don't know where you're going, you're subject to anyone else's direction, you're subject to the forces of life, you're subject to just about 
anything. And I hope that is not you today. How committed are you to your dreams? How committed are you to your goals? How committed are you to your pursuit? What decisions, what actions, what advice have brought you where you are right now? And what can you do to ensure that you're staying on the right track toward where you desire to be? For Amazon, it was a few billion dollars. And, and hey, not, not many of us have that much money to be able to throw at a vision that doesn't work out. But to Jeff and the team at Amazon, that was the drive, that was the passion, that was the commitment they were willing to put in to ensure that Amazon becomes the company that we know it to be today. Talk about one heck of a price to pay for commitment. What is that driving force? What is that urge? What is that emotional drive that's going to keep you going or pursuing what it is that you know you've been called to do? And that's what I want to leave you with, my friends, today. Take some time. Look at that dream. Look at that goal. Look at that pursuit. Look at that relationship. Look at whatever it is that you believe you've been called to do. Whatever it is that you're invested in, that you find yourself invested in. And ask yourself, how committed are you to that dream? My friends, it's been a pleasure for me to bring you another episode today. And I trust that this challenges you a little bit to rethink or to reconsider where you are to determine how committed you are. And to see if there's anything you need to do differently. And if you've not yet checked out my book, Believe, Dare, Become, I encourage you to check it out. It's on Amazon. It's on Barnes & Noble Online. It's on Google Play. Check it out. And, and please remember to, uh, to subscribe to this podcast. Leave a review. Leave some feedback. Let others know how much of an impact this is having on you. Thanks again for listening to this. And until next time, Believe, Dare, Become. See you next time.